Welcome to Keeper's Place, the Keeper Murdoch Show and Podcast. We hope that by the end of our show, you're left feeling empowered, motivated, and connected. So come on in the room, grab your favorite drink, sit back, and enjoy the ride. Because you're finally at home at Keeper's Place. Now give it up for our host and producer, Coach Keever Lernice Murdoch. Welcome, 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 fam, and welcome to another amazing episode of Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and Podcast. I am your host and producer, Coach Kiever Lernice Murdoch, and Kiever's Place is where we have authentic conversations in a place, in a, a place that feels like home. I'm getting tongue-tied already. <laughs> so welcome to the show. If you are just joining us for the first time, we are actually going to continue our series. This is our first time having a series on our show, and this is part two of the Imperfectly Fierce and Focused series. So we have a special guest. She is no stranger to Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show. In fact, she's been here at least a two, two or three times, so she is back tonight with us just telling us how she's able to persevere and live and perfectly fierce and focused while living with epilepsy. My guest is none other than Kim Hardy, and she is the founder of Hardy Hands Foundation, which is a 501c3 foundation. And she um, offers resources and support for those who are living with epilepsy and also for caregivers who are caregivers of those who are living with epilepsy. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and bring her to the stage so we can go ahead and dive into this conversation. So welcome, 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 Kim. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I am doing great. And it's such an honor to have you back at Kiva's Place. Like I was just telling our viewers, you are no stranger. You have been here several times before. So it's just amazing to have you back tonight. Well, thank you for having me again. I'm, I love coming to Kiva's Place. Thank you so much. So listen, let's go ahead and dive into our part two of our series about living in perfectly fierce and focused. And for those who do not know what this series is about, it's really, it, it precedes our anthology project, which is also entitled Imperfectly Fierce and Focused. So over the next few weeks, we will be bringing on several guests from all walks of life, from every industry, and they're going to be basically telling you how they have persevered and conquered some tough situations, but still yet, still doing it and perfectly fierce and focused. So Kim, I want to actually ask you tonight, as I mentioned in the introduction, you are the founder of Hardy Hands Foundation. You founded it in 2017 and is based out of South Carolina. So before we actually dive into your foundation, tell us how we actually got here. Um, how how and when were you diagnosed with epilepsy? Um, I think I was diagnosed at the age of 10 or 11. But I first started having seizures I'm going to say the ones that we actually know of about eight or nine. Um, I'm pretty sure I was having a, having the um, what we call absent seizures or staring seizures where I stare off in the space probably before then, but we didn't know what it was. 
So I, I'm going to say I started I started having my first grandma seizure at about eight or nine, and diagnosed at about ten or eleven. So yeah. Okay. So, so, so for those who don't know what epilepsy is, if you had to define it, how would you define that? It's a neuro, neuro, neurology, I can't talk today, disorder that um, occurs in the brain. And it it happens, after you, you're actually, the seizures come from, of course, the di- you have to have three seizures or more to be actually diagnosed with epilepsy. So ep- um, the seizures itself are like a series of your brain moving at a rapid pace. And just it just won't stop. It's just going, going, going. So um, then it'll cause you to have a seizure because of how fast your brain's going. So it's like a neurological disorder. They call it like electric shocks in your brain and stuff like that causes you to have seizures. And after so many seizures, then they'll diagnose you either with epilepsy or some kind of seizure disorder. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if... Um everyone is aware I'm a caregiver of my husband who has also been diagnosed with epilepsy. Thank God he had brain surgery and some people, there's a whole series of different medications, you know, um, uh, techniques or treatment methods that a lot of, a lot of people endure. And for him, which I'm not going to tell his story, that's his own story to tell, but I can't speak from a a caregiver's perspective. You know, he went through seizures for over 20 some odd years and was on every medication under the sun till finally he opted to have brain surgery. And since then, he's been doing very, very well. It is controlled. He's back working, driving, all of that. He's been really, really blessed. But if he has described it also as a misfiring of yes. the signals in the brain. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. So for you, for him, usually, and some epileptics or seizure uh, patients, some have different um, comorbidities that right. come with their seizures. For example, when my husband got sick, he would have migraines either before the seizures or after the seizures. He would describe something called an aura where there's a metallic taste yes. in his mouth or some something similar. Do you experience some of those same um, s- symptoms? Now, the taste part, I'm not exactly sure. I never really paid attention to that. Now I've heard I've heard of people having that issue that that um that trigger as well um as well. I have a light sensitivity at times. Um flashing lights. Mm-hmm. Um those those that's what tr- that can trigger my seizures. Um stress is is really big for me. And um sometimes some of the stuff I eat, like stuff um high in acidic foods, I've known that pulling back off of certain things um, tomato bait, tomatoey stuff like ketchup and stuff like that. Like I was a ketchup fanatic, <laughs> so stuff like that. Pulling back all the ketchup, processed foods like hot dogs and stuff like that. It um it caused caused everything to get better. Um, it's just paying attention to your body, basically paying attention to your body and your triggers, and and that comes with time. It, it really does. So, you know, I've been dealing with this since I was younger, and it wasn't until I might. I got older that I really started 
taking paying more attention to what was going on because really growing up we didn't really know that much about it they couldn't tell us much about um what was going on with us so as time's gone on we were able to put two or two together and get in the right place that's best for us for me the meds don't work anymore so i've gone more holistic and done cbd and stuff like that so it's just a matter of advocating for yourself and knowing what's good for you Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you said that. Um, I'm going to drop some a couple of statistics before I make this comment that I was about to make. So some may not know epilepsy affects over 3 million Americans. So this is not even global. This is right here within the U.S. So if you think that this is an isolated case, just know that 3 million Americans, 3 million plus Americans actually live with epilepsy. And think about it like this, one in 26 people have epilepsy. So think about a classroom. A classroom usually have about 30 people in it, right? So usually one in about 26 people live with epilepsy. So this is not that isolated. It's actually more common than a lot of people think. And I love what you just said about learning your body, learning what your triggers are, because that could really make a huge difference in how you are living with this disorder, with this um, illness. Right. It does. It, it, it makes a huge difference. I mean, if we are our biggest advocates, you know, we, we are we're here at Hard Hands, we, we preach on that. You have to advocate for yourself. And sometimes the doctors, they see so many patients and there's not enough doctors per patient. You got one in 26. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of people who have epilepsy. And this is just only the ones that know that they have it. These are only the ones that have been diagnosed with it. These are only the ones that even talk about, it. you know, people don't always talk about or go to the doctor for stuff like this because of the stigmas and stuff that are um, along with it. So, being that it, it the numbers could actually be higher, you know, you have to know your body. And this is with whatever. It's not even just with epilepsy and seizures. It could be anything you're going through. So I, I we are real big on advocating. So just like, like I said, just knowing what's going on with you and paying attention. Sometimes we don't pay attention because we're always going, going, going. But you have to pay attention to your body that so that you're able to communicate what's going on with you, you know that something's off, that that's a sign of something being wrong. That's right. And even if you, you know, have, I can say personally, I've only had this experience a couple of times when you actually bring your concerns to your primary care physician and they may not take what you're saying seriously or And what Kim just said is very, very, very important. Know your body because they are actually getting it from a subjective point of view until they start to um, take it a step further objectively, like tests and, you know, scans and screenings and all of that. But be persistent in your truth. If you know and like she said, it's not only about epilepsy. It could be, you know, heart. It can be uh, cancer. It can be diabetes. It can be high, 
high blood pressure, anything, pay attention to your body and don't be so quick to just brush things off, right? Because yeah. we don't want to go through the um uh just having to sit in the doctor's office. We all know nobody likes to just sit in the doctor's exactly. office. Exactly. Right? <laughs> we would rather be doing something else. However, take those signs and symptoms very seriously. And hey, if you do get checked out and if it's nothing, you just have a lost day. But if you don't get checked out and it's something, it can lead to something more serious. And we don't want that for you. So yeah, and even if it's like the doctor is 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 saying that, oh, I think you need to go on meds for this or something like that, and you feel like, oh, that's not that's not it, or I feel like it's something more to it, or there's something more going on. Keep questioning it. Have them do necessary tests. Um, you don't necessarily have to take that medicine because the doctor says take that medicine. If you feel like something's not right, that's where you have to advocate for yourself. I'm going through it now, so I'm fighting. I fight with my doctors all the time. They just don't. But you know, just let them know. You know, you've got to. You got to know your body. You know, you, nobody knows your body better than you know your body. And as women, African American women, we have. We already have things going against us when you walk into the doctor's office. If you're overweight, you're African American, and you're a woman, you know that stigma is right there too. So you have to advocate for yourself. So that that's just what I'm really big on right now. That's that's my my key thing right now is just making sure you advocate for yourself. And we're setting up some stuff at Hardy Hands so that we can help you advocate for yourself. I love that. So. Actually, that's a great segue. Tell them more about Hardy Hands Foundation. What is it that you do and what support and resources that you have available currently? Okay, so Hardy Hands is at an interesting time. We are in our fifth year. So yeah. we're in our fifth year and um, actually Kiva is on the board, our board of directors. So um, we're working hard in getting getting out into the community more, the rural areas that are often not touched because everybody's in the big city. So we're, we're getting out into our community. We, um, within the next month or two, we should, our support group should be starting up. We are also planning, um, uh, I'm working on planning an event for a purple day, which would be a fun relaxing i'm big on self-care type of thing and it's like a paint and sip for purple day so it'll be a fun thing is for the adults and for the kids we got area for the kids we got area for the adults everybody have a have fun and be able to unwind and enjoy purple day while learning about epilepsy and everything so that's um some of the stuff coming up and then of course november is epilepsy awareness month so we're working on little events for that as well I love it. And I love the fact that Hardy Hands has been around for five years. And I have expressed this to you several times when my husband was first diagnosed. It was over 20 some odd years ago. And we had no resource. If there were resources available in the community, we did not know about it right. at all. You know, so being a newlywed, 
brand new husband and then coming to find out that he's dealing with this and i didn't know what it was i'm you know <laughs> young 21 years old i didn't know what i was doing i didn't know what it was or anything like that so i just commend you for just having such a foundation such a resource in the community because like i was telling you in private it's so much needed and I'm just so excited to be a part of it as a board member, because I'm excited to see it grow and flourish and just continue to see how we can prayerfully branch out, out of your current community into other communities. Exactly. Just like you said, get in those places where people may not have the resources or the ability to be able to come out. We really wanted to get out to them and just, introduce hardy hands foundation and the resources that we have available so i'm so proud of you i'm glad to be a part of such a wonderful wonderful foundation and we're about to just make it do what it do and i'm just so Listen. honored to just be able to just be a part of it so i'm you know there's a what people something that people don't know about epilepsy is is that it's a high death rate you know, everybody, everybody talks about cancer and everything, and that's important. Mm -hmm. So is HIV AIDS and everything, but um, for death rates, epilepsy is number four above breast cancer for most people that die. And oftentimes you, we can go to sleep and not wake up because we've had exactly. a seizure. So, you know, it's, it's a serious, um, quiet disorder mm -hmm. that that can be a killer and then for many of us i've experienced the nocturnal seizures so you know sometimes going to bed is hard for me as well so again knowing your body and advocating with yourself so you know just just the different things i'm i'm actually excited about what we're going to do and how we're going to make people more aware of what's going on and having a service dog how important that can be for you you know and comforting so Yes, there's a lot coming up. Yes, I love it. I love it. I'm excited. Mary Mathis said we are going worldwide. Okay. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's one of our team members. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We're claiming, believing, and we're gonna put the Amen. work in and make it make it go as far as God says and He sees fit. So I am for it. So listen. Going back yes. to why we are actually here tonight, I want the the viewers to hear from you okay how is it that you continue to push through and conquer and live and perfectly fierce and focused while dealing and living with epilepsy on a daily basis you know i was i was thinking about that all day so you know of course number one god god gave me a purpose and he already showed me that i'm not going to leave here before that mission is complete so that's what keeps me going and motivated. You know, I, I used to say, and I think the first time I was on Kiever's Place, I said, you know, epilepsy can be a blessing and a curse. And now I feel like it's really a blessing for me because God gives us these obstacles in life, not to hinder us or slow us down or anything, but just to make us stronger. And I felt like, I feel like my epilepsy has made me stronger. It's made me listen to him more and, and just keep going on this journey that he gave me at before I was even born. So this is this is the greatness <laughs> that he's put on my life. So that's what that's what keeps me motivated on the days that it's just not that great. 
where, you know, depression and anxiety is real with epilepsy and just, you know, having that circle of people that's going to keep me going and remind me, you know, this is what he has for you, Kim. You got to keep going, Kim. You can do this. And then, then my family and my nieces, my nieces, I want them to see how you can be a strong woman able to lead an organization and still do whatever your heart's content or whatever God has for you, no matter what that's in, that's, that's going on with you. Never let it stop your dream. And that's how I sign my, my, I also am an author of a children's book and that's how I sign my books to the kids. Never let anything stop your dream and purpose. And like, you can reach anything that, um, you want to put your mind to. Yes, I love that. And that's wonderful advice too. You know, and you could really use that across the board just because yes. you are, you are, um, I like to say dealt the hard hands of life. <laughs> <laughs> you can really, because, you know, I feel like God picked some of the strongest people to go through some of the toughest tasks, right? Yes. And some of the things that we go through isn't built for everybody right so he saw fit for you to have to walk down this path because he knew he had already preordained you so right. he knew what you already had ordained for you and the the impact that you were going to make on somebody else's life with what you have to live with every day and i say it all the time you know our struggle the things that we endure it's not just for us it's for us to build that, you know, character. It's for us to build that strength. It's for us to learn how to be resilient. It's for us to find our voices and use that. Find yeah. a way to get empowered. And exactly. so that we can not only be that mouthpiece for ourselves, but for those who may not be in that position where we are yet, we can be a mouthpiece for them and we can empower them to speak up, be stronger, you know, live in their uh, truth, find strength in those things and be able to press forward. Exactly. So, you know, it's bigger than us. It's bigger than yes. him. Yes, it is. And just like you said, you know, you know how you said some people aren't built for, don't have the strength to do, do that. Well, we're the strong ones. We're the ones that's supposed to help you and lead you and guide you the way God want, want us to be and be one and everything. So that, that, that is the biggest takeaway for that for me That's and right. blessing as well. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. So if you had to leave a lasting message with a newly diagnosed epileptic, what advice would you give them? Just the, like I said, pay attention to your body. Um, advocate for yourself. Advocacy is the biggest biggest thing for us is to advocate just pay attention to yourself and know that you can do anything don't let anybody tell you that you your disability is something that's going to hinder your life you can you can do anything even if you have to have restrictions and stuff like that don't let that stop you there are people and resources out there that will help you be able to be success in your life so just just because a roadblock is in front of you, you can knock that roadblock down, go around it, circle it, swim under it, roll over it. We, there's a way to get around it. <laughs> so 
just keep going, just keep pressing. And I understand and I'm here with you. I love it. Listen, y'all, if y'all want to find out more about epilepsy resources that Hardy Hands Foundation offer, if you just want to just be able to connect with Kim, vent, bounce any questions off of her, she is available and I can speak for her. <laughs> she is available. So listen, definitely uh, find her on the website you can visit her website at www.hardyhands and that's hands with the z not an s hardyhands.com again that's www.hardyhands.com if you want to follow her on social media you can also follow the um hardy hands foundation on facebook and just go to hardy hands and hardy hands is one word not two hardy hands foundation on facebook if you just type it in it pops right on up so definitely reach out to kim if you have any questions if you want to volunteer we love volunteers we have Absolutely. some coming up <laughs> so if you just want to just volunteer definitely reach out to her if you want to um offer any any monetary donations because she is a nonprofit 501c3 so she is not a for-profit organization so we welcome donations so listen if you would like to donate again let's get her website just go to hardyhandsfoundation.com again that's hardyhands hardyhands.com excuse me Go to www.hardyhands.com. I just yes. have the foundation just stuck in my head. So That's again, okay. <laughs> yeah. There's a donation Hardy. button on the website that you can donate uh, or request for us to come speak or anything like that. Yes, I was about to mention that. She also speaks. So if you have a group that you would like her to come and speak, and hopefully we can enlarge that where it will be more than just her coming to speak. But right now, definitely reach out to her. Everything you need to know is on that website. So again, just go to www.hardyhandswiththez.com. Yes. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So listen, this is always a pleasure having you. You are welcome, which you already know. You're welcome at this place anytime and i really appreciate you sharing with us how you are able to live with epilepsy while still being in perfectly fierce and focused you're not allowing it to stop you hinder you block you from doing what god has already ordained you to do i just appreciate you for being just authentic and transparent and just being honest and standing in your truth so i honor you queen thank you Thank you. Thank you for having me. And we'll come back anytime you send us the invite. <laughs> will do. Will do. Hang tight. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you so much. I hope you have enjoyed Hardy Hands Foundation with Miss Kimberly Hardy, who is the foundation um, owner. We just greatly love her to life and we appreciate her just spending her evening with us. So listen, we still have a few spots for those who may be interested in being a contributing co-author in the Imperfectly Fierce and Focused Anthology. And this anthology is exactly what we were talking about tonight, being able to live 
in your truth while still dealing with difficult situations. If you are a conqueror, if you are a survivor, if you continue to just battle and push through different circumstances every day, and if you can share your story and teach other people how to do it, you are exactly who I'm looking for. So this opportunity for you to leave a legacy in digital print and in book print, okay? So if you're willing to tell your story, somebody needs to hear it. Don't just sit on it. Don't just go through and make it through something and not feel obligated to share and teach other people. Like I said earlier in the broadcast, we go through things not just for us. God allow us to get through situations so we can reach back and help the next one up. So this is exactly what this opportunity is for. If I'm talking to you, if you would like to be a contributing co-author, then go to this registration site right now and register. Go to www.tinyurl.com forward slash IFF dash inquiry. Again, that's www.tinyurl.com forward slash IFF dash inquiry. The opportunity is, is still here for a, a short window. <laughs> we will have more guests coming on within the next four to five weeks. And they're going to be telling you a little bit about their, their stories and what it is that they are dealing with and what they have overcome and how they're able to do that while still living in perfectly first and focused. So stay tuned, don't go anywhere family. Um, we have a few comments. I definitely want to pop those up and recognize our viewers. Pacina Kirkendall said, good evening. Good evening, Queen. She's one of our contributing co-authors. So thank you so much for watching and engaging. I love you to life. Thank you so much. Uh, Natasha Johnson said, great job, Kim. Yes, she was amazing. She's always good. Love her to life. And Pacina Kirkendall said, pay it forward. Yes, yes, yes. We have to pay it forward. You know, God allow us to um, um, persevere and just continue to grow and get stronger. And we need to speak. We need to be that voice. Tell others how we have overcome. So, um, again, the, the registration to be a contributor co-author is www.tinyurl.com forward slash IFF dash inquiry. All right. So that's all I have for tonight. Let me just make sure that I'm not missing anything. So it looks like we have everything covered. So listen, thank you guys for joining us. I greatly appreciate you tuning in every Thursday night. Come right back next Thursday night. We will have another guest who's going to tell us how they are living in perfectly fierce and focused. So come right back next Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we will do it all over again. So until next time, continue to share Connect and Glow because we know that building your network also builds your net worth. So until next week, peace and blessings. Y'all have a good night. Thank you for watching Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and Podcast. Tune in every Thursday night, 7.30 p.m., 
Eastern Standard Time. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Kiever's Place. To be a guest on our show, text the word guest to 803-368-3030 or visit us at tinyurl.com slash Kiever's Place Book. And watch us on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire as we're broadcasting in more than 60 million homes worldwide.